Good morning. It is Monday, it is August 30th. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Hope you were able to join us for worship, um, either online or in, in our sanctuary here at Trinity. And this week, we're going to look at the epistle lesson for this coming week, which is James uh, chapter 2, verses 1 to 10, and verses 14 to 18. So let's take a look at those verses, and if you have your Bible, open up and read them along with me. So, chapter 2. James writes, My brothers, show no partiality as you hold the faith in our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory. For if a man wearing a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your assembly, and a poor man in shabby clothing also comes in, and if you pay attention to the one who wears the fine clothing and say, You sit here in a good place, while you say to the poor man, You stand over there. Or sit down at my feet. Have you not then made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with, with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers. Has not God chosen those who are poor in the word and to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Are not the rich the ones who oppress you and the ones who drag you into the court? Are they not the ones who blaspheme the honorable name for which you were called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. You are doing well. But if you show partiality, you are committing sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. Forever keeps the whole law, but fails in one point, has become accountable of all of it. Now we get up to verse 14. Verse 14, what, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you say to them, Go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the things needed for the body, what good is that? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. That's our text. So, um, there are vocations that endeavor to deal in certainty. Take engineering. I'm not certain that I would feel comfortable driving over a bridge designed by a person who simply felt that the design would have integrity. I want somebody who will crunch the numbers and who understands beam and columns and formulas. Without that sort of clear demonstration, that bridge, that, br that bridges are safe, it would be difficult to declare them safe for public use. Physicians do the same thing, don't they? A physician will give you a checkup and notice something that just doesn't look right. He might say, I am pretty certain that there's nothing wrong, but I'm not paid to guess, so I'm sending you to have a sonogram, and then we can talk. We don't want a physician to guess. We want him or her to make the very best diagnosis possible. Teachers do the same thing. They spend a lot of time teaching and providing um, students with uh, exercises and practice that allows them to master the subject matter. But at the end of the day, they determine how well the material was taught and mastered by administering some sort of assessment instrument. But what about areas that are not so easy to measure? For example, what about love? Is it fair to say that love is not measurable and that we must simply go by a feeling or an in intuition? Interesting enough, the scriptures really do speak about love as being very measurable and observable. Paul, speaking through the Spirit, tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, uh, verse 4 through 8, he says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, 
It is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So love is something that you and I can see in action. Love is something we can see, not just an airy feeling. Love looks like something. Okay, so this week we will look at a bit, I look a bit at another one of these things that is not always easy to pin down. Saving faith. That will be our topic for this week. Let's pray. Almighty God, help me to understand saving faith so that, I, so that I have the hope and the assurance of it. Amen. Simple prayer for the day. So read the text over. Look at what it says about faith, saving faith. And let's figure this out together. Let's, let's look at it and let's see if we can pin this down to what it means. Uh, hope you had a, again, hope you had a great week. I hope you're going to have a great week. Uh, I want you to go out there and bless somebody today with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And remember, you have the feet that have carried the peace of the gospel with you. We learned that yes, last week in um, Ephesians 6 when we look at the armor of God. So go in peace, share the peace with someone out there. We'll see you tomorrow.